now, Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now and at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara here with the one and only Chris Weppert. I always feel like I'm saying your name wrong. Am I saying it right? That's right. All right. Well, Chris is from Ehrlich, and I always feel like I'm saying that wrong, too, but I got that right, too. Formerly Watch All, which I can say perfectly fine. (laughs) Um, And you're here again today, and we're so happy to have you. I know the last time you had sort of a family emergency, so we have a lot of catching up to do. Yes, we do. Again, this is uh, Ehrlich Company, and they are formerly Watch All, so we're going to be talking about pests and all that fun stuff. Um, I love looking at all the pictures of all these nasty little bugs. We also have Mary Baker with us today. Hi, Mary Baker. Hi, Sharon. And for those of you who don't know Mary Baker, Mary Baker is my everything (laughs) at the office. So uh, we used to call her assistant, but it's like she does so much more than that. So uh, she's basically the broker coordinator over at Boston Connect Real Estate, and she's also my client specialist. So Mary is here with me this morning. Thanks. Haven't had you here in a while. Where you been? I know. It has been a while. Well, usually this is my gym time. Yeah. Just just saying. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm skipping the gym this time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you look fabulous, by the way, so it makes me feel terrible all the time. (laughs) So, Chris, how goes the battle? How was the winter and all that stuff? I mean, are you guys busy during the winter? Uh, We have a lot of commercial work, so we stay busy throughout the year. Yeah. So we we did okay. Um, We're looking forward to the season starting now, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're looking forward to all the bugs coming out. Well, I have a couple questions. I have a bunch of questions that I want to ask you. I said, but why don't you uh, just Fill us in on who you are, where you work. I know you guys recently tr- uh, moved your location. Yes, we did. So why don't you tell everybody about that a little bit? Well, we are, um, you know, uh, J.C. Ehrlich Company uh, is, uh-huh. is merged with uh, Watch All, a local pest control company, uh, and our office is based in Hingham. Uh-huh. We cover all of Massachusetts and Rhode Island, uh-huh. and uh, our technicians live and work in the communities that they serve. So uh, we're out here doing pest control services for uh, a pretty long time now. Yeah. You know, I recently had some stuff done at my house, and Mm -hmm. I'm an open book when I'm on this radio show. People know more about me than I can't even imagine. (laughs) Actually, a few weeks ago, I took the day off, and uh, a couple of the guys from my office, um, uh, Larry Hunt and Bob Gleason, they're both agents at my office, filled in for me. And I called in, and I said... Um, well, thank you guys. I'm still in my PJs on the couch, like watching like HGTV. And somebody called me that was listening actually from Hingham. And uh, she goes, oh, yeah, I know that you I didn't want to bother you because I knew you were in your jammies like on the couch. I'm like, maybe I say too much. <laughs> yeah, you know, she and she started asking me questions about the kids and all this other stuff. And I was like, yes, I actually say too much on the radio. But whatever. Hey, that's who I am. We'll just go with it. Um, so the company is formally watch all. So we keep yes. on saying that so because yep. a lot of people are familiar with the watch all yep. um Ehrlich is just t- sort of difficult to it's a difficult to spell too a little bit <laughs> but people can always find you that way right right yes they can so now that the winter is behind us and I, I know that this is probably a really ridiculous question but I'll again just put myself out there do the bugs just hibernate are we going to have more bugs now this year like what are you predicting do you have a bug prediction well the 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 theory is um you know with the heavy blanket of snow that we had it actually kind of acts as an insulator and keeps the ground from uh, frost from penetrating into the ground so deeply uh and so you couple that uh you know fairly Hmm. warmer soil temperatures uh and then you also have the amount of snowfall that we had uh, which gives us a lot of water and a lot of moisture and that, that 
combination of those two uh, usually leads to a very high pest pressure once mm. the uh, once the temperature breaks. Hmm. So mm. does that mean more bugs or less bugs? Um, I, I, we're thinking, <laughs> I think that's we're more thinking bugs. probably more bugs. It depends on this, obviously, different species. But uh, typically this year you'll see things like mosquitoes are going to become particularly oh, active. Oh, gosh. That's yeah. on our list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary and I put a list together for you. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I had you recently at my house. So mm-hmm. you guys were awesome. I have to tell you the service was actually, it was really, really fabulous. So we had an issue with bats yep. up in our attic. And the first guy that came, I couldn't believe how much he really... He was so, um, just so smart. What's the word? Like so educated on everything. I was really, really impressed. It wasn't just like he was there to, well, you can't spray for bats, but you know, he wasn't, he really knew his stuff and I was actually quite impressed. We, um, we, we train our people uh, pretty thoroughly when they, when they come in. And, and one of the things that, that we're very lucky and fortunate is that um, our training program is actually accredited by the state oh. um, so that we can actually issue them continuing education credits towards their licensing. Hmm. Uh, and, and that was done you know, by design because we didn't want to put technicians out on the road that for that reason didn't know what they were doing. Um, you know, it is a heavily regulated industry, and, and what we do is important. So we wanted yeah. to make sure that, that our people know what they're doing when they're out there. Now, don't you think, I mean, and I say this all the time. Every week I say to people, I only have the people here that I trust. Okay. Right. So a lot of our listeners, they've been listening to me for years. I have a lot of clients out there, you know, doing, you know, servicing all of the South Shore and beyond, really. So a lot of people really do take my referrals seriously. And right. I would never put anyone out there. So, I mean, I had always had trust in Watch All. And then when Ehrlich p- purchased, I knew that the person who owned Watch All wouldn't just give it to anybody. Right. I'll sell it to anybody. So then when I had you to my own house, it actually just put another level on there for me because, like I said, I was actually quite impressed. And not to get too much into it, but this is the weird thing. So he was up in my attic because we had bats. And I told you, like, they were in the eaves and all this other stuff. And he could tell that there was a couple different – like, he he knew he was there for bats, but he could find other things too. So – and this is sort of – well – if you're drinking your coffee and having your muffins, you might you might want to put that down right now because I'm just going to put it all out there. So, like, how do I say it nicely? I don't know how to say it nicely. Droppings. Like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see. I can read your mind. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even forewarn you what I was going to say yeah. there. Yeah, so there were, like, different types of droppings. Yep. And he could actually tell by the shape of the droppings what it was That's because correct. the bats are – I go – and then you know me, I'm full of questions. It's probably why I do this show, right? right because right. I'm just full of questions. Sure. I was like, how the heck do you know that? He goes, because bats are upside down, so I don't know. It's long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more elongating. And, yeah. and, and it depends on what they feed on. Um, you know, uh-huh. that, that tells you, you know, different colors and consistencies and things like that. For I mean, it, not to get gross, but, you know, that is a, a, a prime way to identify things in, in that particular situation. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was actually great. He was a, he was a really good guy. I really enjoyed having him there. So he did you know his whole process and then we felt as if they were still there so you guys came right back I mean without even hesitation it was just like all right we'll have somebody out there this afternoon yeah you know um and then you know the the hard part for me is is these where the section is is where my girls rooms are so I don't hear it in my room so I'm gonna have to sleep in there and sort of listen but I think that they're gone 
right? I mean, will they come back? I wonder. Uh, no, when, when the exclusion work is done, when everything is sealed up, you prevent them from getting back in. That's the that's the idea behind that uh, yeah. behind the, the treatment for bats. So you re- really don't want to kill them. Yeah, <clears throat> you, you really know, they, can't, they right? Do have a, they they no. provide a, a big benefit to the ecology and, and the environment. So you really want to try to uh, to keep them uh, uh, active, uh, but you don't want them in your house. So, yeah. so one of the things we do is we, we get them out and then we try to prevent them from getting back in. Because they're going to be the ones, they're going to be fat bats this year, right? Because of all the mosquitoes you're predicting? Hopefully, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be less uh, maneuverable. Yeah. My big question is, how do they get into the house? Um, I, is it just, uh, can they can they fit through little tiny holes? Because I have a bat story, yes. and it was yes, not they, pleasant. They're, they're, and I think it's still in there, and I don't know how to get it out. And yeah, they're, they're I think skeletons, I live in the attic, Their skeletons so. are much like that of a mouse. They really don't have bone. It's more of cartilage. <clears throat> so it's very, very flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really don't need much more than the hole the size of a pen to actually get through uh, and, and, and penetrate an area. So it really, they can get in very, very easily in different places. Now, what, what's the guy's name that came to my house? Uh, Mike. Mike. Mm-hmm. He said, like, you can get, like, 10 or 15 of them or something in, like, a Coke can. Yeah. Uh, that's just... So uh, Mary that, had that, a horrific that, that, situation. Yeah, that's just scary to me. I actually went to... Be- so... He- I came home late one night. We were working late. I went to bed, and I turned off the light. I had fallen asleep with the light on, and then as soon as I turned it off, I hear a flapping, and actually like a fl- a fan is over me. I'm like, oh, there's no fan. It's the middle of winter. Oh, yeah, there was a bat flying around my really? um, room, literally circling in my room, and if anybody knows me, I hate anything that crawls <laughs> or flies. flies. <laughs> <laughs> so Flies even more, even more so. <laughs> so I... Cats in that instance do not help. I just want everybody to know because yeah. they don't do anything. <laughs> no, they, um, they just stare at it. But we had the toughest time getting him, her out. And honestly, I think he ended up just going back into the attic somehow. I have no idea how he got in there. He'll come out I soon have enough. no idea yeah. um, where he just appeared from. But I believe, I believe me, it's You're going to have to have them come down. You go to Medford, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, the, the trick for us is we have to come in, get an idea where you saw it, and then we will do a very thorough inspection to try to find out where it could have possibly come from. And, and there's no, you know, it's difficult sometimes to pinpoint the exact area where he came from. Um, you know, there might be several areas he could have oh, come I'm from. Oh, I'm sure. So My, wanna, the house was built in kinda, 1897. Yeah, there so are crevices. You want <laughs> to treat them all yeah. you know, and, and kind of go from there. Yeah. And what they do is what they did at my house is they just sort of put a net so they can get out, but they can't get back in. And then once a couple of weeks go by, then they block off. They come back, take the net off and then they block it off. So they have no way to get in. Are they just lost when they're when they're when they're coming in? Cause <laughs> in why, the why, why would they why would they want to be they, inside is what I'm thinking. Well, they, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to help you. I don't want to hurt you. Believe me, because <laughs> I don't hurt. I don't kill spiders. I don't like them, but I don't kill them. <laughs> yeah. Um, they they look for scary. the same. They look for the same thing we do. They want a place to shelter. Uh, that, that's really what oh, it they boils get down cold? to. I really yeah. thought <laughs> they, uh, they they like a place that's uh, you know that that's dark and obviously where they can shelter during the day. Uh, and then they go out and they feed uh, at dusk in the evening hours and at night. Uh, and so when we do that that solution and put the what we we call it like the one way door, um, and they can get out so they can feed. But then obviously you're blocking them from getting back in. And then we come back and we seal everything up. And then they and stay we sell out. houses for a living and we're making the bats homeless. Yeah. Well. No. 
you know, they, they will find other places. You know, they, they, will. they will definitely find other places. But at least you're not hurting the bat. You yeah. know, that's the idea. It's, it's a green solution, if you would. And I have a video of Mary explaining that story to me the next day. So I will be sure <laughs> was, to put that I on our al- website. I, I was alone, mind you. My boyfriend was not there to help me. Um, I actually called him, and he was in New Jersey, which was the funniest part. He goes, I, I, wow. I don't <laughs> know what to do for you. Call I somebody else. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> she, it yeah, landed she, on me. That was the scariest well, part see, of the story. And they Sorry. could have rabies, right? Well, that's, yeah, that's a bit dangerous. Typically when, uh, you know, when, when you're, they're in a sleeping quarters, uh, you know, usually what people would do is they would call somebody. Uh, and, I called and the wrong us. person. Like when, we, we, when we do that, you know, so we'll get a call and we'll send somebody out, um, you know, 24-7. We, oh, really? We have, we have emergency service, absolutely. So, you know, we would come out. And I needed this card back either then. trap it in a net or we would try to get rid of it um, in, in one way or the other. But if it's in the living quarters and it's come in contact with somebody, uh, you know, typically then you'd like to, you know, uh, actually trap it and then have it tested just to make sure. Well, because I heard we you, had that. Yeah, yeah, I heard you can't even feel them bite. You that that their teeth are so little you might not know. Um, I, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, well you that makes me it. feel better. Well, I also yeah. heard too though that bats have if they even got like a little drop of saliva on you or something that that it's if that possible. has rabies. Yeah. So you guys do do testing as well at no, your facility. No, we don't. We don't do the testing in our facility no, but we would send it out and have it tested. Okay. Yep. Well, all right, we got the bats behind us. What are some of the other things that you're thinking about for spring? So I know that's what we want to really talk about. Is yep. well, the bats are a bats year round. They must be right. Well, um, yeah, they can be, but typically you'll find in the spring is when they look for places to shelter, uh, and that's when they'll come indoors. Uh, obviously, the springtime for them is their mating season, um, so they'll look for a place that they can mate, have their pups, uh, oh. protect them. Uh, and then, obviously, with the, the typical uh, uh, scenario is, you know, in our, our trade, we kind of say June, July, you let them fly. And that's kind of when you leave them alone uh, because they're, they're trying to raise their pups at that point and the pups are not quite ready to fly. Uh, and then, obviously, toward the end of the summer, they're, they're young or out and they're all flying around and feeding at night. And that's when we start doing our work. Oh, yeah, because if you... Yeah, so if you came in July, like if they had babies in my attic and then you put a net up and the mother went out to get food and then came, like couldn't she couldn't get, get back, back in, in yeah. oh, then that I'm going to be scary. Yeah. Well, then that's it would sad. be smelly because then well, those little sad. baby ones are going to die in my attic. And I mean, I know you're sad about the bats, but <laughs> I don't want them stinking up my attic. <laughs> right. It's there's, the important there's, thing. There's me with yep. a big heart. That's right. That's me with a big, great big heart. So, what are some of the other things? So, we think that the, the, we're going to have more mosquitoes, but what are some of the things that we definitely see coming to us? in the spring months that well, people should be looking for. Right. Well, the first that I would say coming up right now at this time of the year is termites. Uh, they mm. will start to swarm. Uh, and so what you will see um, a lot of what looks like um, a, a an ant with very lo- elongated kind of an opaque mm-hmm. clear wing. Um, and they will typically fly out toward windows and then you will see, you know, piles of them because they swarm by the hundreds. Hmm. Um, so if you happen to go into a basement and you see that or you have an area that's at ground level and you see that activity, uh, you know, you might want to have somebody come check it because there could be evidence that there are termites around. Okay. So I know when we're doing home inspections that, you know, um, like you can see the, the what is the it tube. called? The, the tubes, mud tubes. The mud tubes. Yep. So if you had mud tubes, if you see mud tubes this time of year, like before they start, is that sort of a good indication that you're probably going to have them? Like, are they not alive right now i mean i know they're alive active, yeah right? active right now like they, how does that work they are they are go- yeah they're about to be they're about to become active in fact we've had some termite swarming already really um, yeah where we've had to go out and take a look yeah so once the mud tubes are established and the colony's actually established and they have a food source uh and it's not exposed they will be able to continue activity year-round 
Okay, because I'm looking at the picture right here. So you guys have some great um, literature. We mm-hmm. have a bunch of this at the office too. So if people want to, um, you know, call us, we can always get you this information, Absolutely. right? And get the information out to you. And I'll put it on bostonconnect.com as well. But um, this thing here, like the Swarmer one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we were actually in the house the other day and I saw something. I want to say it actually looked like that. My husband's like, oh, I think it's a flying ant type thing. But would it have that big wing on it already? Yeah, if uh, you'll notice that the difference between ants and termites, um, the, the ant has a segmented body. They're like distinct body parts. Yeah. Uh, the termite is just a single, uh, a oh, single body. Okay. Uh, the wings are a little bit longer. They extend past the tail. Uh, they're they're again opaque. The ant swarmers, um, the, the the carpenter ant swarmers, for example, uh, their their behavior is similar, but again, the the, the body structure is different. So that's would how you I tell only, the difference. Would you only see one? Are you going to definitely see these things with their buddies, like a uh, swarm? A, yeah. s- a termite swarm, you will see lots of them. You know, they okay. when they swarm, they swarm by the hundreds, uh, typically. So you will see a lot of so them. So they never fly solo. They no one ever gets kicked out of the clan. No, not really. So chances are that wasn't what we saw in our kitchen. Like I don't even know where it came from. It could have just yeah. when we opened the door, something came yeah, in. Yeah, I mean ants are starting to act, become active now as well. Um, okay. So if it was an ant swarmer, uh, you know, we we could you know obviously have to take a look at it. And, I should have saved it. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I'm I'm on the program now. So yeah, you, you should have taken bring it in. Who's that woman actually that does? Uh, I don't know who you had. Oh, she was great. She was um, Judy. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, Judy. Yeah, she was so good. She was, yeah, she was like really into it. So she um she does the house and mm-hmm. went out to the you know the shed and did all that other stuff too. Yep. So that's what we decided to do was just the maintenance every month, so we can just make sure that we it's more preventative. I mean, I just don't want them. That's right. You know, that's the best way to approach it. I mean, you know, when, once you have a problem existing, it can take a little bit longer to fix, uh, and, and it becomes a little more difficult. When you're proactive and, and we get to, a chance to uh, inspect the home and do some preventative treatments, uh, it will it will go a long way to prevent anything from coming uh, into your house at all. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things, too, I feel like when we are doing home inspections, that it's generally the seller that's the most surprised about having termites or, you know, I just think that every homeowner should just go head out and do it. That, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, obviously it's an expense, you know, and, yeah. and, and some folks, uh, you know, they don't want to spend the money to do that unless they absolutely have to. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people, they, they just get used to seeing certain pests around and they think, oh, you know, it's an ant, it's no big deal. Uh, meanwhile, it's actually a termite, it's not an ant. Uh, mm-hmm. So so there could be problems uh, and, and they don't even know it uh, because they don't bother to really look into it that deeply. They just kind of sweep it up and, and move on. Mm-hmm. The ants that, you know, the termites, so if you're not seeing them in the house, Will they be outside? I mean, because, you know, people are stacking wood and things like that. What are some preventative things that you feel that people can do to get those guys away from the house? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, you want to limit any contact from wood to soil, uh, especially in your in, in the, the structure of the home. Um, you know, if you have uh, your, your soil is, is, is built up to the point where it's right up against where your framing starts, uh, that's where you're going to have problems uh, or, okay. or potentially have problems. Uh, you can have problems from, again, pile, woods piled up in the back. A lot of people have stacks of fire wood that have been there for god knows how long and they take off the top and then they continue to put on the top oh, yeah. so the bottom layer never really 
uh, d d you don't do anything with that bottom layer and it sits there. And so that's very subject to, to activity from both ants and uh, termites. Um, trees, uh, when they're cut down, a lot of times people will cut their trees down and leave them and not chop them up, especially if it's in the woods. I'm looking at a couple through the window. Yep. And, and those are those are perfect opportunities for, for termites. In fact, that's the, in, in nature, that's what they do. They recycle the old, you know, old mm -hmm. stuff. And, and so uh, you want to try to limit that. You also want to eliminate moisture. You know, that's uh, moisture is a uh, a necessity for all pests. You know, everybody's looking for, they're all looking for the same thing, moisture, food, and a place to harbor. So if yeah. you eliminate those things, you eliminate the pest pressure. Yeah, that's one of the things that Judy said, because when she went into our basement, I mean, especially in the area where like our chimney comes down, you know, it's in the basement area. And, you know, we have the boiler and all that other stuff behind there. There is some water that sort of, it's not leaking. It's sort of just like, sort of um, just like a couple drips or something, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Coming through with heavy rains, I guess. So um, that's what she said. She goes, you know, you don't really have a problem. She goes, but you want to take care of that moisture problem. So you definitely don't have a problem yep. later on. Yep. So, all right. So in regard to the spring and everything else, we're talking about termites. What are some of the other things that we're going to sort of see pop up? I'm looking at all of these guys over here. Yeah, well, the, 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 the uh, popular ones, obviously, besides termites, you'll see a lot of ants. You know, ants are going to start getting very active. And uh, you have, you know, numerous different species. The carpenter ant, again, will act similar to a termite. They will nest themselves into wood, even though they don't consume it necessarily. But they will nest themselves into wood. And that can cause structural damage if left for a long period of time. Uh, so you're going to want to make sure you don't get the, those are the big black ants. Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes are brown like you don't want to step on them because they make yeah, that noise yeah, exactly you know those oh. are those are the ones you really want to be wary of um, yeah. you know if you have those then there's something going on somewhere uh, not necessarily in the home it could be outside because they will go out to forage for food and things so um, you know you want to you're going to see those start to pop up uh, and then obviously as the weather gets warmer we get into bees and stinging insects and things like that will start so you'll see you know around your eaves around the uh, gutters around the, you know the undersides of, um, of, of your home you'll see uh, nests start to form so you'll have yellow jackets wasps that kind of thing they will start and they will become very active carpenter bees uh, will come out and they will actually start drilling their little holes into oh. fascia now boards what are, and what are carpenter like bees because I don't know I don't know too much about I don't know are what there, a are there, bee they're is not a bumblebee and they're not a hornet they're uh, not a they yellow look jack. very similar to a bumblebee uh, they're they're big uh, they're very very large uh, and what they will do is they will uh, they they're kind of solitary mm -hmm. uh, they don't build a nest uh, like a typical bee would uh, but they will uh, drill a hole into the wood and that's huh. where they deposit their uh, their eggs and that's when they, they they multiply that way oh really and so yeah and they can be you know when you get a lot of them they can be very they can cause a lot of damage because those holes are probably the size of a pen uh you know they can be anywhere from a half inch to uh, to a little bigger and, and they will they will create a deep fissure into that wood i've really um, never heard of those before mm -hmm. yeah yeah you'll see them around we actually last year was quite quite active for carpenter bees uh and so you know you want to keep your eye out for those and uh you know definitely if you have them and and you see them there you're going to want to let somebody know about it sooner than later because of the damage mm -hmm. that they can cause. Okay. Um, when we come back, we have to take a break real quick because we definitely want to get your commercials in. But when we come back, maybe we can discuss the process of how to get rid of those. Sure. And then we also want to hit upon when you are seeing damage, what is – like, do you have – your department or whatever is there a department in your company that will say okay this is the damage that you have and like do you help people assess how to get it fixed or who to refer them to and all that absolutely so we will discuss that when we come right back um and we are listening to talk real estate with Sharon mcnamara and chris weppert from ehrlich pest i don't know right sounds That's, good all right perfect <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> barbecues parties reunions Uninvited guests? 
Rid yourself of biting bugs with Ehrlich's Mosquito and Tick Control Program, a barrier between you and them that lasts for 30 days per application. Fight the bite. Call Ehrlich, formerly Watchall, your local pest control expert. 781-331-9022. Has this ever happened to you? Splish splash, I was taking the bath. Ooh, that smell, stinking the house. If it's time for a new septic system or you want repairs to the one you have, it's time to get a hold of Casoli Sand and Gravel today. Is money tight? No problem. Casoli Sand and Gravel offers in-house financing. So if you don't, then it's time for Casoli Sand and Gravel. Visit CasoliSand.com so you can just breathe. Casoli Sand and Gravel. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. Fifty percent more talk real estate, absolutely free. Talk real estate with Sharon McNamara now, one hour every Saturday morning on ninety-five nine WATD. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara along with Chris Weppert of Ehrlich Pest Control, formerly known as Watch All. And we are talking about all these, uh, you know, mosquitoes. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about all kinds of bugs. And, you know, this time of year, we're definitely concerned about the termites and all that other stuff. We talked a little bit about bats earlier. But um, one of the things we were going to talk about when we came back, and we'll just hit upon this, you know, quickly, and then we're going to get into what we're going to expect for the summer because some of the stuff we talked about off air actually is very important. So if people um, are having – what do you do just to sort of take care of – is can you do one main treatment and it's going to take care of your ants, your termites, your bees, all that? Or what is the process? Yeah, is? no, uh, the, the, there's a general pest treatment um, can is, is applied as a preventative, can stop a lot of things from occurring. Uh, but the treatment of any problem that's already existing kind of depends on the biology of that particular insect and what their behaviors are. So we, we really need to identify what it is and then we can select the materials and the application and that type of thing to make to be appropriate to that. You know, mm -hmm. those days of just blasting a house full of chemical and it's really kind of over we, we yeah. don't believe in that practice it's just spraying chemical a lot of times needlessly it's and it's uh, it's just not good yeah 
So if people wanted to, and do you go, like if our listeners are listening right now and they're like, you know what, I really don't know that I have a problem. And again, it's always the seller that's the most surprised. Mm -hmm. Do you offer a service and how much would that service be? I don't even know if you know, to just come out and sort of do a, a quick inspection. Yep. Um, you know, if, we, if a quick inspection for us would be about 85 bucks, um, yep. we would come out and we would inspect the entire home inside and out and then give you a report of what we found and what the recommendations are for that. And not only uh, we, we'd re we recommend treatment for whatever pest that we find, but we'll also recommend things that the homeowner can do to prevent any future infestations from other things. So we'll point out uh, cracks and holes and fissures and things that we might find in the property. We'll point that stuff out to them and, and we can help them out with repairing that if they want or they can hire their own contractor to do that as well. What was a, f a fissure? Really what's a fissure? Crack. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, what's he talking about? Cracks and crevices. A fissure. I'm thinking somebody with a pole. I'm I was like, I don't have a fissure. I think fisher cat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we don't have a fisher cat in our basement. No, I hope not. Um, all right. So that's good because I think, like I said, let's go back to at my house. I, I am really happy that I finally, I mean, I've been in my my house 23 years and I don't think that we've ever really had any treatment. I mean we we have a lawn care system where yep. they come and they do stuff and they were supposedly putting something down to sort of keep things away but I don't know that that was really a preventative method really. Right. Yeah. Well we you know the, the program that we're running right now um, and, and it's really a pretty good the one that you signed up for it's actually um, it covers about 36 38 different kinds of pests uh, and what we do is we come in three times a year, do yep. an inspection, do or some preventative treatments. Uh, we'll do some sealing, some caulking, and things like that to, to seal up uh, those uh, those possible entry points. And we do it at seasonal points in the year when the pest pressures might increase, or, de or uh, depending mm -hmm. on what time of the year it is. So there's one in the spring uh, that sets you up for what might be emerging in the spring and, and prevent some of that stuff. There's one in the middle of the summer which kind of you know gets you for whatever might be also developing at that time of the year, and then one in the fall to prepare you for mm -hmm. winter and that obviously really is more focused towards rodents and things like that when they're really looking to get in and, and overwinter for uh, for themselves mm -hmm. so it kind of spaces themselves out right and the plan's about 40 bucks a month yeah like that. i mean yeah. the plan was i thought it was actually quite like reasonable yeah. i don't know why i thought that it was going to be so much more maybe that's why i was hesitant to maybe go forward with it, but to me, I feel as if it's extremely reasonable to it's, have that protection. It's a protection. good insurance policy, you know, is, is really what it is. It's, you know, to protect your investment. I mean, you would do it on all fronts for, for everything else. You want to make sure your house stays painted. You know, yeah. you want to make sure your house, your, your boiler stays maintained every year, that kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, pests are one of those things that a lot of folks don't really think about, but it, it, it can cause a lot of damage and, it, and repairs can be costly after that. Mm -hmm. So it pays mm -hmm. to be upfront and, and, you know. What are some of the things that you've seen for damage? Like one of the things that we recently saw on one of our older properties is the powder post beetles yeah. oh yeah and the damage yeah so can you tell me a little bit about that because how do we know if it's old how do we know if it's new how do we know if it's how deep do we how do we know how deep it is into the beam or yeah something? That, that can be difficult uh sometimes you know typically when you have a, a situation like that we like to you know clean first of all to, to determine whether it's active or not is, is fairly easy you clean the the fast the debris up the uh, the powder that you're speaking of uh, you kind of clean that up and just kind of wait and see if uh you it recurs. Um, the other thing we can do in several cases is you'll paint it over and you know, you'll see if the additional holes emerge to see if they're oh, uh, coming out smart. of that. So that's a way you can do it. There are several different methods to, uh, to say, uh, depending on what 
you know, kind because of, there are several different varieties of beetles. There's millions of them actually, but there are several different varieties of beetles, and how deep they go into the wood and what they do with it is dependent upon the kind of beetle that oh. it is. So you really need again, you need to see it, see how big the holes are, see you know the, how many of them there are, and then we can determine what we're dealing with before we recommend a course of treatment. But you know, in some cases, uh, you, you you can treat it, um, but in some cases, your really recommendation is to replace it. Yeah, you know, it's so funny to me that you have all these different types of beetles. I think on our next show, I'm just going to bring a bunch of different beetles, and I'm going to test you. <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll bring you some. <laughs> okay, oh, no. you can bring I have a whole I'm, collection of them. I'll, <laughs> I'll skip that one, I don't think I, yeah, I don't think that <laughs> I will good. know what any of them are. Because, you know, my other question, I actually wrote it down here, is the certain time of year, I don't know exactly when it is, but I always thought that there was, like, these ladybug things, but they don't mm, They're not. They're, but they're what not ladybugs. They're, they're something like ladybugs, but they're not actually ladybugs. I had an infestation up in UNH. U- UNH. Um, what are they? It, it was I'd nasty. have to see it. Really? <laughs> I'd have they to really... see it. Typically, Asian lady beetles will, will this time of the year is good for them. Uh, they, yeah. They're going to become very active. In fact, I've ha- I have them at my house right now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yep. And and so what they what they do is they tend to try to find a spot to overwinter, and then in the f- springtime like now, they'll actually look to get back out outdoors, which is why you'll always find them around windows. Yeah. Because they're trying, they see the daylight, and they're trying to get back outside. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and so that becomes very active this time of year. In the fall... They will get very active again, but usually right around the exterior because they're trying to get in in order to overwinter. So, so where do they go in the winter? They're just hiding out in they look the holes? For a, they look for a place to overwinter. Yeah, behind eaves, behind siding, you know, places like that, in, inside door frames and window frames. Huh. Yeah. Do they do damage? No. Okay. It's, I mean, it looks yeah. like a ladybug. How could yeah, a ladybug no, they don't, do they damage? Don't really do any I damage. mean, that was one serious infestation I had. I can't imagine that those didn't do yeah, damage. Yeah, their numbers but can really... grow quite large. You know, they can, they can come out in large numbers. Really? Um, In regard to, um, oh, I know Mary wants to ask about bed bugs, too. Do you want to get into that, or do we do the summer stuff first? Whatever you like. Okay. I'm sorry, because I am terrified. Uh, I'm terrified of a lot of things. I mean, this is an interesting show for me, because I want nothing to do with any type of bug. But bed bugs, I mean, they're just... I, I don't know how I don't know how to describe it, but have you it's ever kind seen of, one? It's kind of ominous. No. So how do you know if you have them? That's that's my question. Mary's like, in her bed, it, vacuum in her bed every night. Well, yeah. because okay, so I have pets. I've had pets all my life. I've had um, f- not flea infestations, but obviously when you have have a lot of outdoor animals. Do you do fleas that are as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. yeah, we treat fleas because that's that's kind of Look scary. Look at I, I really am. <laughs> I, and I can't even imagine actually having bed bugs. Yeah. Because they're they're, they're white, aren't they? Um, so they blend in with your sheets. Well, no. The, the, no. Sometimes it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of things going on there. Um, bed bugs really, when when they're young and they're they're what we call nymphs, they're babies. Uh, they they start out white, but once they start to feed on actual blood, uh, they change color and they turn a, a brownish red. And then as they get older, they they turn uh, they, they stay that brownish red color. Yeah. And they get about as large as a tick. I mean, they do they do <gasps> get large oh, enough, and you can see them. Um, you know, you will if you have a bad enough infestation and they're actually multiplying, uh, you will see eggs, which are little tiny white little Where oval they shaped come eggs. From? Um, they are uh, they are hi- bed bugs are hitchhikers is what they are. Uh, you will pick them up from someplace that has them. They don't come from outside in, in the yard and uh, you can't get them that way. They don't just wind up there one day. It has to be someplace that you were actually exposed to bed bugs and got one 
either in your belongings or on you, and it, it wound up, you know, finding uh, finding your. So home. they call them bed bugs, but they can be in couches and everything else, right? Absolutely. So it can be a couch yes, bug. They are. Can <laughs> they be on your clothes, like just stuck in your clothes? Um, they can, but typically they won't stay there, um, you know, because obviously they do have to feed, and and they typically like to hang out in places where people are going to be sedentary. That's why they choose beds, uh, because people are sleeping there overnight. They choose couches because people are there for a long period of time. So they usually hang out in the larger numbers in areas where people are going to be sedentary for a while and then that's when they can actually get their their feed do you remember when we started the show i said i was feeling a little dizzy yeah you you're have, worse you're, now you have absolutely no idea yeah. I, am so, I am so sorry I'm like, oh my goodness i don't like this topic yeah, i don't think all. i've ever been accused of making someone sick <laughs> no you don't you personally chris do not make me sick but again you are listening to talk real estate um along with mary baker obviously from boston connect real estate and chris weppert from uh ehrlich company which is formerly watch all and they are located in hingham but they service certainly all of the South Shore and beyond. I mean, you're sort of all of New England. All Mass, Rhode Island, typically out of our office. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah. we're talking about pests and different things that we are going to anticipate. So the big thing is coming up for the summer. Um, and I think that I want to, well, I'm sure you do because I'm listening to your commercials. I'm going to have you come out and spray for mosquitoes because you think that they're going to be pretty busy this year. I think I do. And then I know we can't get into major details about that article, but why don't you talk a little bit about what you heard because I have the synopsis of it oh, right do. here too. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, what do you want to do first? Yeah, do do what we were expecting for the summer and we'll why you feel as okay. if the summer is going to be well, more mosquitoes. I think this year uh, mosquito pressure is going to be quite high because of the amount of moisture that we had. Uh, you know, we have obviously we still have rain coming out here now, but we've had so many feet of snow uh, and all that water had to go somewhere. And, and you'll have a lot of places where you've had standing water for a long period of time. And so that moisture, once the temperatures rise a little bit more, is going to give a perfect place for them to start multiplying. So I do think you're going to see a high mosquito pressure this year uh, and obviously mosquitoes carry diseases west nile tripoli uh, you know those are definitely uh, uh, issues that we want to try to w- pr- avoid and and prevent so uh, doing some kind of a preventative treatment for mosquitoes is, is a very very good idea for your home uh, inspecting your home for areas of standing water people that have gutters that are clogged oh. uh, people that leave uh, they have maybe bird baths um, they might have children's toys that sit outside that mm-hmm. fill up with water and just sit there um, you know they can they can all become infestation points for for mosquitoes what i don't understand about the mosquito spraying or whatever you do for that is i mean okay so i live on cranberry bogs Mm -hmm. right my house is on cranberry bogs i don't own the cranberry bogs but you know so that's where our pool is it's sort of overlooking the bogs and everything they don't harvest those anymore so there but there is some standing water that's in those i mean that was part of you know when the town purchased the land so yeah certainly i feel as if we're going to have more mosquitoes but if you spray around my house how do we tell the mosquitoes uh you just hit that barrier. Don't you come near the McNamara's house? Yeah. Well, what what it is 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 um, what the product that we use is a green product, which is what makes it very very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it basically um, we apply it to areas in the perimeter of your home, and and basically based on the biology of the mosquito, they have to rest. They're not very strong flyers, believe it or not, mm-hmm. for flying long distances. So they will need to stop and rest, particularly the females when they feed, before they will get onto you and then make their feed. So so typically we go out and find areas where they would 
stop and sit and rest. Yeah. And so you're talking about shrubbery, you're talking about bushes, you're talking about the outlying out perimeter of your property. Uh, when that is treated with a product, once they land on it, uh, they pick it up and it actually kills them. Really? Yeah. See what I mean when, I, Mary, is this not interesting that they know so much about all this stuff? Like, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm intrigued. I could stay here for, <laughs> I, I genuinely could stay here for hours and find out why I need to stay away from these things. I know. I don't get bit by mosquitoes, so they don't tend, tend to bother me. Do you but know what that means? That you don't have sweet blood. I mean, seriously? I'm sweet as pie, but I'm really actually inside. Yeah, so why do some people get bit in some others? My girlfriend, Kim, I'll got to tell you, and Casey, they like flock to them. Yeah, uh, that's that's really kind of unknown at this point. Uh, It's the same way with bed bugs. You were just saying there are some people that can have bed bugs in their bed and not get bitten. Uh, And then there are some people that even one bite and they, you know, get welts on them that are huge. They just have different allergic reactions. Everybody is different. Huh, I wonder what it is in there. One thing that I'm thinking about, just because we're talking about mosquitoes and something that um, retains or relates to real estate, the detention ponds and all of Mm -hmm. the subdivisions. I was actually in one the other day. My buyers have, um, or our buyers have a, are purchasing a house. And this detention pond is ginormous, overly ginormous. Um, And there was definitely swimmable water still standing in there. Eventually, it's all going to drain, but I'm just thinking in the meantime, so say if we were to get like a heat wave coming through, it's not going to dry up as fast enough as... You know, are mosquitoes out there now? Is that You're, something? It's at risk. I mean, they may not be there at this moment, but mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be long uh, before they start to uh, start to appear. Uh, so so somebody should get out there and, and look at it. Uh, you can treat it. There are a number of different options for for things like that. Um, you know, do you treat the water yeah. or the air, or you, what do you, you treat? You can you can treat the water. Um, you know, there are products that are that are uh, designed to uh, basically put a barrier along the top, and really what it is is it affects the the, the younger life stages of the mosquito and, and not to get into too much biology but when they're Why, young so <laughs> when, they're, when they're young they basically float below the water and and kind of stick a, a snout out a little trumpet and that's how they breathe and when you put uh, certain products on the water that create like a little bit of a barrier all over the top uh, it's almost like um, you know say you were to spray uh, a little bit of olive oil on a, on, a, on a bucket of water you would see that that, that oil actually mm-hmm. puts a film on the top and it's very similar to that uh, and that prevents their breathing and obviously once they choke out the larvae die and then they have no more no more uh, breeding ground there mm-hmm. so um, you know it's you, you try to in those particular instances you really try to treat them you know before they develop yeah. uh, and, and into adults once they're adults you know their, their life cycle is short but you know they they once they're adults it's a little more difficult you know I want to say another thing too is like when I'm thinking about killing a bug I just think all right just kill the bu- mosquito kill the bug but then when like you talk about them being like babies and adults yeah it, <laughs> it actually puts a level of me feeling a little bad about <laughs> Oh, you, no. Oh, you have, you have a heart now? You have a heart for the mosquitoes, <laughs> not but not for, for the bat. Not for a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, because I don't have a mosquito problem. That's why I guess I care that way. No, but I think that we should probably get our clients in touch with them in order to, you know, make, yeah, make well, sure. Make sure, because technically that's on their property. So that's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking in the back of my head. Yeah. I had, um, I had and you can go question. out right, and you can do like a survey, like just go out there and just for eighty five dollars they oh, can yeah. have a whole inspection done. I think yep. why don't we add that as a layer? Like I'm always having a home inspection, and I know Steve, who's actually Steve Cook, is on next week from Imperial Inspection Services, and he'll say, "Oh, it looks like you have evidence of and things like that." Mm-hmm. Um, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to have you get. Well, anytime we know that there's termites, we're referring them to you anyways. Appreciate but, that. Yeah, but maybe it does make sense for people to come out and have like a thorough, thorough inspection 
I mean, if it's only eighty five, if it's only eighty five dollars, couple yeah. it up with your home inspection. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, and we we always recommend that. I mean, home inspectors, um, you know, they're looking for a lot of different things. Yeah. And and they're not specialized in pests themselves. So they, if they see evidence, they'll they'll be able to identify the evidence, but they won't know where it's coming from or what's going on with that. And that's where we come in. Yeah. We'll take that evidence or that that that. Yeah, that signal that that the home inspector gives and and then we'll be able to dig into it to find out where it's coming from why it's there and what we need to do to get rid of it yeah and i think that's more important is you know okay now we have the issue which you know in itself probably isn't a big deal unless it's doing some serious damage um but then you have to certainly take care of it so it doesn't come back absolutely so i can't believe we're already at another break huh i think so i think we are so we are going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to talk more about summer and we're going to talk more about the mosquitoes but more importantly we're going to talk about some ticks so we'll be right back great don't give away your backyard stop the mosquito and tick attack with Ehrlich your local pest control expert Ehrlich's mosquito control program puts a barrier between you and those biting bugs for up to 30 days per application fight the bite call Ehrlich formerly watch all today 781 331 9022. Imperial Inspection Services, complete home inspection services, radon testing featuring on site results with electronic testing, lead paint inspection, Title V inspection, pest inspection, including FHA and VA. Call seven days a week, 1 800 440 1141, or visit them on the web at imperialinspectionservices.com. With 28 years' experience in two convenient locations, Braintree and Cape Cod, except credit cards for all services rendered. Imperial Inspection Services, 1-800-440-1141. 1-800-440-1141. Are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one? Are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right-sizing? Do you have a buyer's agent? Do you know if you really even need one? What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate. It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com, bostonconnect.com, or call 781-826-7300. You're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara on 95.9 WATD. Now, back to Sharon McNamara. And we're back. Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara from Boston Connect Real Estate here on the South Shore. And we are here this morning with Mary Baker, who is the broker coordinator for me. And she's also my client specialist at Boston Connect Real Estate. And we have Chris Weppert from 
Ehrlich Company, and that is formerly Watchall. So thank you for being here again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I was a little fainty a little bit earlier, but you know, then and then it went away, and then it came back. But I'm feeling great right <laughs> You're now. You're getting so, spunky. Yeah, yeah I'm getting spunky. Wide. Can you see? Could, <laughs> you, can you, could you notice yep. a difference? Like, because yep, when we were first in here, I thought, Mm-mm, I am not talking because and I, I was thought, praying for you not to leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. I, one. I was gonna pass out. So, uh, so we're talking all about. I hate. It's all good stuff. Like this is some really really valuable information for people to have. So um, if you're just tuning in with us, again, I have Chris Weppert with us from Arla Company. They're located in Hingham, the closest one to us right here, That's but they're correct. certainly uh, all over the South Shore and um, Connecticut. Did you say? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yep. Rhode Island. Uh, so servicing those areas as well. But um, we're more concerned about us, really, Absolutely. not Rhode Island right now. But you have a little Rhode Island twang. Don't you think? But you're like from, aren't you like New Bedford or I'm something? I'm from New York originally. New York. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm hearing. Okay. You're a little bit further then. Um, so we're talking about all the things that we're expecting with, you know, the the season with the heavy winter that we had and all the snow, what we're going to have, mosquitoes, a lot of mosquitoes. Let We talked about mosquitoes before the break, and then we're gonna, we talked about how to get rid of them and everything. Let's talk about ticks because you were telling me about this article, so I'm really concerned about this. Well, you guys, I mean, you all know that, you know, ticks obviously spread Lyme disease. That's that's, and that's a serious a condition uh, that can cause a lot of medical problems. And so, you know, one of these things uh, that we say is, you know, you take care of that pest and you just eliminate that risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, unlike, uh, not unlike mosquitoes, you know, uh, ticks are out, outdoor pests. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they do is they will climb up to, uh, to, to tall grasses and on shrubbery, and they will do what is called questing. And basically they kind of sit up on their hind legs and they put their front legs out and they kind of wait for something to come by and brush against them an animal i.e that's why they the deer started with the deer yeah. uh, they where you come to for deer ticks or you know your pets obviously you your kids anybody that comes by that that kind of goes uh rubs up against them they will jump on and then they will find a nice uh nice inconspicuous spot to bury their heads and and feed i'm sure if any of you have pets you've probably picked the tick off your dog at some point yeah. um yep so um you know a lot of these things can be uh um spread out in your yard and and you might not even know that they're out there yeah uh so you know one of the things that we recommend uh, additionally with the mosquitoes is is you know have somebody come take a look uh and and make sure that you're you're aware of what's going on outside make sure your property's maintained uh, you know do things that are, are going to prevent and, and discourage their uh their presence so with the tick i mean how do you look for a tick well it's difficult uh but you know obviously what you just need to do is is we look for the the places where they would that they would find most attractive okay and if you remove that then you're going to remove the tick you're, okay. you're going to stop them from from coming out yeah. so you know you do things like keeping your yard you know clean keeping your lawn mode things like that yeah so now the article i know that you don't know all the details because you just had seen it quickly yeah. yesterday but why don't we tell our listeners about that a little bit what you had heard and well, seen well i did i did see an article yesterday uh that CBS, was uh, yeah. about a new virus that was discovered that was being transmitted by ticks mm-hmm. uh and it was found in Connecticut, and it, it is actually at this point, um, it is a virus that is non-treatable, mm-hmm. uh, and can ri- and can put you at risk for secondary type infections like encephalitis, uh, and, and and it's a pretty serious thing. So I haven't gotten into a lot of the detail yet, but uh, again, it is being spread by ticks, and and it is something definitely to be aware of because as 
uh, as we learn more about these uh, these mysterious creatures, um, you know, they will transmit diseases, and as time goes on, they will probably transmit more and more. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I found the article, you told me about it during the break, so CBS New York. Uh, so I just basically Googled um, New York. No, I, I actually did, like, ticks, virus, uh, Connecticut, and that's where it came up, because this looks like Southern Connecticut mm-hmm. has already had this. So, I mean, this is something that's really concerning. I'm actually going to call my daughter after the show. Uh, she's going to think I'm crazy, but she's down at Fairfield, which would be considered Southern Connecticut, um, just to let her know, because think about all the grass and everything else where, you know, out on the campus, as soon as it's the sun starts to shine, these kids are going to be sitting out on the grass and everything. Yeah, studying mm-hmm. in the green. And they are at risk. Absolutely. They are at risk. So I, I just wonder, how do these bugs get these diseases? You know what I mean? I just, like, where does it all start? Well, you don't know. I mean, you, it, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, they don't forget now they are feeding on different, uh, different things. So when they feed on the blood of different animals, they're picking up whatever viruses and bacteria are in that blood. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe they move to another location and they're looking to pick up, you know, a blood meal, uh, again elsewhere. And so, you know, these things can happen, you know, they probably just ingest these viruses and then biologically they, they create them internally. And, and next thing you know, we have you know, a, a, situation. New, a new strain. Yep. Yeah, because this right here, it's called the Powassan virus, and it says that it has sim- symptoms that are similar to those of Lyme disease, including headache, nausea, and fever. So, um, yeah, so if you get a chance to all our listeners, I'd certainly take a chance. And, again, I, I mean, cre- I give Chris credit for even seeing this article, but I also know that you haven't fully done a lot of research on this yep. to fully know what it is. Hopefully um, that they can be killed. I mean, are there insects that just you can't, like, you just can't kill them? Like, what about, like, those Japanese beetles and stuff, like, on trees and stuff? Are this, no, any, anything, can you kill a- these? Anything can be killed, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, you flush them down the toilet and they think they die. They, yeah. they drown. <laughs> no, or you rip off their head. No, I they stay alive if you rip off their heads, right? Well, you rip a head off, it's kind of dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay, you're not supposed to leave, you're not supposed to on leave anything. the head. <laughs> on anything. That would be a human, that would be a bat. Anything we're talking about today, yeah, if you rip a head off, it's, it's dead. A flower, even. If you if you, if you you take the, rip the head off of a flower, it's dead. Well, they always say, you've got to make sure you get the head. You get the head, because it can still, like, cause problems well, if, you just, don't, if you don't, if you don't stop it. But the rest of it is dead. It's dead. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> no, but ticks are ticks are sc- scary. Uh-huh. Um, we we were we were at a client's house way long time oh, ago, yes. and it, this was just a matter of walking through the grass. Actually, we don't know if it was transferred by a pet or if it was just. I think being, it was just in the grass. Just in the grass, and it wasn't even that tall. But between her and I, I must have found at least four on me. She found a, a ton on her. None no. of them had bit yet. But that was that it was, was last summer. Awful. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah. I was like, you have a serious problem here. Like, I'm not coming back here until you like spray. So yeah. how do you? Yeah, do you? How is the treatment for ticks the same as it would be for? Any of a number it's, of other. It's 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 probably the, the the more similar to the mosquito treatment uh, because you're actually treating areas that they're going to stop and rest on. Uh, obviously, you want to focus on ground cover, uh, but you do want to make sure you're picking up any shrubbery, uh, any tall grasses, or any weeds uh, that are on the outlying areas of the property. Especially if you have wooded property, you know you're yeah. at, more at risk. Uh, so you want to make sure you do you you spray those areas as well, grasses, you know those kinds of things. Okay. Yep. You, you did a really good job explaining this because I have to tell you, even at forty seven. 
27 years old, I'm, I'm always loving to learn new things because when I always think about, you know, like sometimes you can see like they'll do like plane flyovers with the spray and mm-hmm. everything. <coughs> I got to tell you, I guess I never really thought about it because why would I? But I always figured like when they spray, like they're trying to get the things that are flying, but not necessarily <laughs> what they're trying to do. They're just spraying. It's landing on things. Correct. So it's landing on the shrubs and the grass and all those other things. And then when the mosquito or the tick or whatever eats that, that's how it dies. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, it, when, once they come in contact with the material, because all insects at one point or another will, will come in contact with it when when it's sprayed in mass quantities like that. Uh, and once they get it on them, it starts to take effect, and you know it may take uh, may not die instantly, but shortly thereafter. How do you guys do it? How do you, what um, do you do? We we use again we have a we we prefer the use of a green product, which we think is real good. Um, and what it does is it it's uh, it's an oil based product. These are natural oils, clove, rosemary oil, that type of thing, uh, and actually puts a, a an oil-based product out on those uh, on those uh, uh, areas mm-hmm. and because it's oil-based it won't dry up and wash away with the wind or rain and that type of thing so it does last a little bit longer we get about 30 days coverage on it uh, mm-hmm. and and it will really do a good job of uh, of, of protecting you okay awesome yeah. all right so some of the things that um for our final thoughts i mean i know we're coming up to um sort of the end of the show here that's our doorbell uh which gives me the opportunity to talk a little bit about real estate if you don't mind mm-hmm. uh so we're going to be having some open houses this weekend mary yes yes we are we don't know exactly where they are but yeah we do (laughs) well we're going to be doing some open houses both mary and i but if you want to find our open houses you can certainly go to bostonconnect.com under the buyer tab you'll find a thing um a little another uh, tab another tab (laughs) uh, to bring you to all of our open houses or you can go to southshoreopenhouses.com and you can find them that way as well uh mary and i are going to be doing well i think we're going to be in pembroke we're going to be over in equestrian way and hazelwood and hazelwood in pembroke but there's going to be lots of open houses if you can't get into any of the open houses this weekend any of them that you see out there and you would like buyer representation which you should have yes you should (laughs) um and mary does a really good job at that as well uh so feel free to give us a call and we can get you a one-on-one consultation uh, to tell you more about the buying process and to help you to get into some of these homes um, on your own one appointment. We're seeing lots. I mean, I don't know if you've been listening to what's been going on in the market, but open houses, we're having, you know, 15 to 20 couples I, I coming through. Them. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, I have a show, multiple I, offers. I, I have a showing today that's a group showing and there's already, uh, I think, 10 people com- coming through. Wow. And they, they won't even be looking at offers until next week. So it yeah. is a, it's a bit of a crazy market out yeah. there right now. So definitely have a buyer's agent on your side. So if you would like to talk to me or Mary, uh, you can con- you can connect with us at Boston Connect Real Estate, 781-294-4848. Chris Weppert, again, from Ehrlich, uh, uh, formerly Watch All. I'm sort of getting out of the habit of saying formerly Watch All because now I know you, right? Yep, so yep. that's really good. Um, but if people want to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can get a hold of us at uh, 800-649-7228. One more um, time. 800-649-7228. Uh, you can also reach us at 781-331-9022. Okay, perfect. And what is the website? www.watchall.com. Perfect. And I think we still have a couple minutes, right? We have two minutes left. So that's what I want right now is final thoughts for the final seconds here. What are some of the preventative items that people can do uh, to just make sure that they're keeping those critters away from their house? Other than calling you. I First of all, I want to say that. I honestly think that everybody should be calling you one 85 bucks, definitely have you guys come in, see if there's a problem, see if there's maybe not a problem now, but maybe down the road that, you know, you could have a problem uh, to prevent that. I think it only makes sense to, that's a wise investment, in my opinion, on your huge investment. So you don't have those problems. But what are some things that people can do? 
in general? Well, you know, maintain your property. That's that's the big thing. Make sure that, uh, you, you know, for the summertime coming up, make sure your gutters are cleaned out, that they're not uh, holding water anywhere. Make sure the bottoms are also clear. Um, you know, a lot of times at the bottom of a gutter, when it sits there and drains onto the ground, mm. it will create a, oh, little, a, pool. a little pool. And yeah. so you want to make sure that you take care of that and grade that drainage off so that water drives away. Um, get rid of any other standing water in your yard. Uh, be care- cognizant of things like bird feeders. Change the water frequently. You know, don't leave it sit out there forever. Uh, children's toys, sometimes they'll leave those out there. Your pool cover. Here's another perfect op- uh, another perfect opportunity for mosquitoes. If you're not opening your pool yet, drain that water off of there. And, and again, mm-hmm. you know, always think about just maintaining your property. Perfect. I, another couple things that you said was make sure that the brush around your house is cut, cut back. Yep. The trees and everything, shrubs in front of your house, push those back. Don't have your dirt up to the wood in your house. Yep. Uh, keep your grass short. Mil- remove wood piles. <laughs> You taught me so much in this little time I was paying attention. Excellent. Thank you, Chris Weppert, again Thank from you. Ehrlich, uh, formerly Watch All. Thank you for being here. You can get all of his information and listen to our show on talkrealestateradio.com. <laughs> Thank you, Mary Baker. Thanks, Sarah. Have Thank a great you, weekend. Bye-bye.